Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the New York Times bestselling podcast, Team Thoughts. I'm Odia. I'm one half of this podcast, but I'm fully incapable of using my left arm right now because I got my flu shot. And hello, world. My name is Hazel. I am one half of this podcast as well, and I'm fully in the midst of having a really bad stomach ache that I'm recovering from. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it is, but figuring it out and all I'm doing is drinking water. The cup date is where we check in on ourselves and see how we are, how we're doing, and, you know, see what's happening. So, Odia, what's your cup date? My cup date is, aside from my flu vax today, I don't know, I've been really overwhelmed with school and trying to situate myself in my identity as a scholar, and that hasn't been fun. I've been making a lot of social and emotional revelations over the past few weeks that have been kind of overwhelming too. So it just feels like my, what was was it Jimmy Neutron? I don't know, but there was that one cartoon where their head was just swelling. You could see the veins in their head because their brain just got to, yeah, I feel like that, but in my spirit, (laughs) not even in my head. So it's definitely been a very overwhelming past few weeks, not just adjusting back to school, but trying to grow and situate myself in these new ways. It's been a lot. And I want my money back. Anyway, how are you? I'm good. I just got confirmation of my oath. Or actually, I'm actually able to be sworn in as an American uh, this coming November. So it's really exciting. Um, And yeah, I am also just living, laughing and loving, I guess. I don't know. I am just figuring it all out day by day and hoping that all the things I've waited for come through because it's going to happen in due time, but I just have to be patient. I think you got this. Uh, Hopefully they don't make you recite anything because then you got to learn some lyrics to the Pledge of Allegiance or the Star Spangled Man. One of them. I hope they don't make you do any of them. If they do, do Fergie's version. Hey, y'all. Are y'all ready to play some basketball? Woo! Yep, I'll do that. (laughs) <laughs> what if they revoke your citizenship? <laughs> no, if they do, then I'll I'll do the cartwheel like Fergie did. Yeah. Uh, uh. We, we have, I can't wait to hear your rendition of RuPaul's American once you finally get that settled. I know, I know. I'm nervous. Indie, but... indie classical version. Oh, acoustic, acoustic version. That too. But um, yeah, that's pretty much that. What about you? Anything? Oh wait, no. What I started with mine. <laughs> no, I was like it's that kind of day. So we're gonna move on to our main segment. What's the sip? Where today we're going to discuss the things on social media and social interactions on and off social media that um, infuriate us. To be brief, so behaviors on social media. And why they should stop is where we are today. And so let's begin. And then. (laughs) Have you ever introduced a topic like that in your life? (laughs) (laughs) And here we go. 
What you just said is going to be on my list of things <laughs> that I'm going to discuss later. Today, <laughs> my friends, we're talking about the things that happen on social media, maybe even in social interactions that we think should be abolished, removed, deleted. Control alt deleted. Yep. Discouraged. <laughs> Frowned upon. We need to emancipate ourselves from. Tarnished, ruined, reckoned, destroyed, erased. Enough. <laughs> Excluded. <laughs> they get it. They get it. I honestly didn't know how many of those I could do. You were. Ooh. It was exhausting me watching you do that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I know we poked a little bit at your literacy last week. <laughs> but to be when we only did it to segue into a joke about Leah Michelle for, so for you to take it to this extent yeah girl. are you working for your Emmy I don't think podcasts can get Emmys I think all we can I mean, get is you know, like cease and desist letters honestly I live for that what anyway so, yeah, so we're going to be talking about things that people should stop doing socially slash on social media. I don't know if this is a plea, a demand, a decree, an a ask, request, a request, <laughs> a strongly worded email, an amendment <laughs> to cultural practices, a pitch, a, a concern. An evaluation. What? I was going to say an assessment. <laughs> I'm going to stop. <laughs> I'm going to stop. I might do this a couple more times, but I just feel like if it fits, it ships. So is that FedEx? Yes. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. Uh, this. What if someone listens to the podcast and be like, Turning into a human thesaurus is a side effect of the flu shot. And then anti-vaxxers. <laughs> I would listen. If that were the case, I would I'd always. I mean, I, not that I always don't always do this already, but I would continue to always get my flu shots. Yeah. Because I'm thinking like anti-vaxxers, they're also banning books. So at the same time, they'd be like, you get to know too many words after you get the flu shot. And they're banning. I feel like that's like all within the same ecosystem of thoughts so it'll be helpful scary times i'm gonna be a case study for misinformation anyway so odia what that's me social huh what you said so odia so i said that's me you know what let's move on okay (laughs) yeah so for you right are there any social interactions or anything on social media that you see like any kind of interactions that you're just kind of like this we gotta end this this has to stop Uh, right here right now yes i think there's a longer list of things i think need to be stopped than continued and let's start with the most benign of it all when people make pages for their pets or children who can't speak yet and respond to the comments 
as if it was the pet or child saying thanks. When in the bio it says ran by mommy, that needs to stop. <laughs> that needs to stop. That needs to stop. Don't I have I have levels to this. I think that's the most benign thing that I'm just like, why would you do that? <laughs> I why would you laugh do that? Because, I laugh because me and my sister made an Instagram account for Momo many mm-hmm. years ago. And it <laughs> Instagram deleted it. <laughs> so it no longer exists. That's divine intervention. <laughs> I, know. I knew you were going to say that. The heck is Momo doing talking about some thanks? I went with Jade and Dana to get my paws trimmed. Like, girl, Momo's not saying that. <laughs> oh my God. And neither is that baby. Leave them alone. <laughs> so that's like, that's the benign thing. I actually think it's kind of funny. So people don't have to stop doing it. But I also think it's like the strangest thing I've ever seen. The next, you know, what level... I know what's funny though. Oh, go ahead. You know what's funny though is that I went over to my sister's house and she has a photo of me, our cousin, and her when we were like little kids. And when you look at the back of the thing, my sister wrote it, but she wrote it to make it look as if you know mom had been the one that wrote it because like she saw that all these other (laughs) all these other photos of me and dana when we were young were written by her she just made one herself of like her pov it actually sent me to the moon honestly i respect it because i'm also thinking about those things where parents would be like satirical and they'll have their two-year-old holding like I don't know a bag of trash and the caption and the caption is I was on my way without the trash when my baby stopped me and said don't worry mom I got it I'll take care of this now (laughs) (laughs) baby is 18 months (laughs) he's not taking care of anybody (laughs) and the fact and you know no one believes you so why are we doing this it's not worth it In the same vein of children on social media, we need to stop making highly suggestive or inappropriate tweets using the faces of children as memes for that kind of content when people are being inappropriate. It's just, I'm sure you can find an adult. I'm almost sure you can find a screen grab of Viola Davis just Viola Davis that matches exactly what you're saying and Viola's an adult do not use that baby to make especially a sexually suggestive comment on social media it's weird it's uncomfortable and half the time it's not even funny you let you let the baby's facial expression do all the work I'm gonna send you some examples yeah so that's that's in that same wheelhouse I think the next thing is when people know that something is going to be wild. Like someone posts something about like going on a really bad date or screen shots of a really bad text conversation. And then someone else like 
retweets it and says thoughts, I think you should stop. (laughs) (laughs) It's my only thought on the matter. (laughs) I don't know, Miss Chelsea. And now I know that she went on this horrible date. Now there's a threat about it. And you're talking about some thought. What are my thoughts on what? I I mean, I don't know. Listen, our podcast is TN Thoughts. So, I mean. No, you don't even (laughs) share your thoughts on the matter. That's the thing that's the most annoying is that person doesn't say thoughts. Here's my impression. They'll just be like thoughts, question mark. And then they'll go in, like in the comments. No, say what you need to say. Say what you needed to say, because there are conflicting opinions in here and you're liking everything. People aren't here to take attendance. They're here to have discourse. And the fact that you won't even say what you think and you just want the whole world to implode because you're using someone else's story, that's a problem. And that's a soft version of doing it. People who screen record other people's TikToks and put it on either Instagram or Twitter to facilitate discussion and get followers, they they are problems because where, where's your contribution to society? Nowhere. All you'll see is, oh, this is wild. And it's a video that doesn't even belong to you being shared. That's almost plagiarism. <laughs> and I think it's unethical. I have more, but I'm gonna let you go because now I'm worked up. Okay, so... For me, on the area of like social interactions on social media, uh-huh. a subtweet. Why don't you just text the person? Why don't you just go on live together and argue? If you're it's the going, same thing. very much. I mean, listen. If you have the energy, I rather you that than you literally drop something about. With something between the both of y'all in hopes that that one person will grab it because what are the odds that someone else is going to think that that's about them and now you got imaginary beef with someone else do y'all not consider that I it's confusing to me it is but then I thought like what if Shakespeare wrote plays about subtweets like what you know, if honestly I would go to, I would see it no see that was a trap yeah. <laughs> that was a trap. You see how these elitist institutions got into your head? You can make that play yourself. You have all the power in the world. <laughs> all the power in the world. Twitter didn't even exist. I'm sorry, I'm a little squirrely today because because <laughs> I got vaccinated. Because you got vaccinated. This is what happens when you get vaxxed. Oh, by the way, speaking of waxed? Deep, vaxxed. I know you said vaxxed. Hmm. But purposefully spreading misinformation online, there's okay. There's a difference between someone not knowing the best of intentions and having to learn the hard way about, okay, maybe they need to not post this. Okay. We can take this down. However, if you know for a Snapple fact, and I'm looking at all sides of the parties, if you're purposefully spreading misinformation, why... What I do you know how much energy that takes? That just it gets to me because I'll never forget when Candace Owens, uh, 
I think it's still in her. I have to see it if it's still there. But in advertising her book, she was talking about how Democrats are creating new plantations or something of that nature. It's not literally that, but it's like, why would she compare anything to why would she? I, I mean, we know why. So then my question to you is, what's the difference between misinformation and a rumor? I mean, misinformation, they can kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Because I'm thinking as a public health person, mm. misinformation obviously is a huge deal in my field and in all fields. But thinking in the context of COVID and where we are now, misinformation when it comes to health is like a huge thing. But I'm also just like, it it hits on the same sore spots as rumors did in high school. Especially the ones that were completely false. Or they take something that might have been like part of it's true and then fabricate the remaining like 75% of it, which is often a lot of the times like what misinformation does. And my advice to anyone when it comes to starting to stopping a rumor is to not only confirm the details, but add to it. If the rumor is about you. Yeah, I'm serious. That's the way to kill it because the thrill isn't the mystery. But if you're like, yep, that absolutely happened. And another thing, here's some more information and you make it even more ridiculous in the rumor, then people are going to like, well, someone who actually pays attention is going to notice that you're just messing with them. And then it just deflates the whole thing. So they're like, Jade, I saw you in the stairwell with so-and-so. You'd be like, yeah. And in an abandoned building and the Chrysler building and at the Empire State building. And then you just like list a whole bunch of random, ridiculous things on top of that. And then people are just going to look at you like. And they're going to drop the subject. I don't think you can do the same for misinformation, because when you add to it, conspiracy theorists get fuel from that. So I don't know how we can how we can diffuse that yet. But yeah, I agree with you. Misinformation is definitely annoying. And then on top of that. Um, rants and essays that sound soapboxy. There's there's some threads that I love looking at that are like, oh, that's actually interesting to read about. But it's like, if you're going on a tangent about something and it's like a whole essay and it's on Twitter, baby, Sometimes you have to. <laughs> Why? What are you no, laughing? You're, you're basically saying there's a character limit for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm hearing. We, we as a people need to stop. <laughs> Some of you don't need more than 250 characters. Keep it brief. <laughs> Land the plane and let's get going. <laughs> some some albums are better as singles. <laughs> sometimes just sometimes well, i mean like and also like this trend of seeing men with podcasts take up space literally in every form of social media has to end we have to stop giving platforms to people like that i just we got to stop it men what is it that y'all have to say respectfully 
some of the quickest way that I deplatform people in my brain is that I think about platform shoes instead of a stage. And and what? No, you're laughing at me. This it doesn't feel safe anymore. This space <laughs> doesn't feel safe anymore. So I'm not going to continue my thoughts. <laughs> you have to. Oh dear! Bring your personality to the pod. Bring your person. Bring some personality to the pod. She tries, and it's this scrutiny and judgment. Oh my goodness! No, really, carry on. I, oh, I still have more on my list. Oh, oh, oh! Also, and in terms of physically social interacting with people. Giving straight men a handshake when I go say hello to them is such a weird... Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Because I'm still perceived as male. I thought we stopped shaking hands in 2020. Yeah, well... Guys will just do the thing and then do the... Like natural? Yes. And I'll sit there and I'll be like, why? It's not scripted? It's not scripted. Interesting. And I'll always sit back and I wonder to myself, like, what are we, how did we, you know what? Never mind. Every time. That's me every time. I thought y'all did the, what's up, bro? Um, No, that's another thing. When they call each other brother or hey, man, it's just like, I feel like I have to wear Ariana Grande's perfume after every time I've um, encountered a heterosexual male. I'm sorry. Assist. Wouldn't that just attract them though? Not if I run fast. I'm just... was, they're like, what's that delectable smelling creature? And then <laughs> and then it's me running running literally Look around, running find you and then reach out for a handshake. That sounds sinister. Like it's... if you put the right soundtrack on the mind. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Thank you. The shark week soundtrack. The shark week. The hand going from in their pocket to you, especially if you zoom in and remember that there were like studies done about men not washing their hands. Yeah, that's just a lot going on. Do you see what I'm saying? It's a lot happening all at once that needs to be stopped immediately. If you see me, you know I'm a fruit. Don't even dare look in my direction. (laughs) Let's just exchange uh, a wiggle in our personal bubbles to acknowledge each other's existence. let's hear what you got to say because i feel like you have more to say i do uh in no particular order i would say people that have rude toxic positivity so for example if they see someone who doesn't look conventionally attractive and they're like oh my gosh like you're so brave to wear that and put the little emoji where it looks like it's tearing up that is vile and disrespectful (laughs) you saw someone do that People do that all the time, especially when it comes to fat, like femme presenting people. If they're wearing like a crop top or something like, oh, my gosh, she's so brave. Girl. Or I wish I had your confidence. Bethany. (laughs) Olivia, please. This was not the opportunity for you to not only be disrespectful. If you think she looks great or that that person looks great, say that and be on your way. or. Or, which is also free and accessible, say nothing. (laughs) Like the video and scroll. But to 
to twiddle your thumbs and say something and say, wow, you're so brave for existing and looking like that in that garment. Do you see how the use of the word brave, which is supposed to be a compliment, has completely been watered down and soiled by the context and the use of the emoji? Why are you brought to tears? It's a shirt. Oh my goodness. It's a shirt. Pack it up and go. And do not come back. Hit the road, Jack. So those are the ones that really make me upset because they only do it to people who are not conventionally attractive, which is a lot. That's a category that can fit a lot of different people, body types, skin tones, etc. The other thing I would say, which is something that I need to start doing too, is expecting nuance from the internet. When I say y'all can't read, I'm not talking about literacy. I'm talking about comprehension. Damn. There is no commitment to comprehension. Someone can speak for 14 seconds. You will either mishear or project something. And now people are fighting. And sometimes there are opportunities for clarity. Sometimes there are opportunities for discourse, but they all get squandered in approximately three minutes from back and forth. And now we're roasting each other, talking about each other's physical attributes, talking about each other's mothers or in some very violent scenarios, people's dead family members. Like it gets, it gets crazy, not crazy, excuse me. It gets messy really quickly. And I feel like we can avoid some of that if we either made spaces for actual nuanced conversation or don't expect someone, even if they're talking about like a complicated social system or phenomena to have all the nuance they need in a one to three minute video. It's not happening. It's not happening. In the same vein, stop being shocked at racist, sexist, and homophobic people. It's not shocking. It's deplorable, disgusting, frustrating, insidious, pervasive, uncomfortable. All those things. It is, but it's not shocking. And a lot, a lot of the time people say these things to rile people up because they know rage is a great way to motivate people to engage with their content. And you end up like what she was saying earlier with those men podcasters, you end up giving these people a platform and access to harm more people with their rhetoric through those shock values that aren't even shocking. Like a lot of those people who are getting famous are not, are just repackaging misogyny in ways that aren't, that are obvious. It's not even like a sneaky way. Also, couples content needs to stop all of it. One hundred, I don't care, not even just couples, couples and relationships, because I want to be inclusive of polyamorous (laughs) folks. You all need to stop. S-T-O-P. It's finished. It's done. Because breakup videos are not... It's kind of like pollution. (laughs) (laughs) We can't take it anymore. We 
can't take it anymore. And before anyone's like, oh, yeah, if you don't want to look at the content, don't look at the content. You know what? Let me tell you something. I am a fiend for clicking not interested. I will do it as fast as my fingers can take me to click not interested. The issue is TikTok specifically is playing games because there's this community of people who have these reborn dolls, which are tend to be therapeutic devices. I think that they're great for the people that they serve. I don't want to see that content specifically. And over the past week, I've seen not one, not three, but five instances of the same account popping up on my For You page that I have to click not interested to every time to the point where I'm this close to blocking the creator and they didn't even do anything to me. I just don't want to see the content. But I'm trying to filter it on my own and I'm getting resistance from the algorithm. And I cannot explain to you why that's the case. But I have tried to filter out what comes my way. You should see the list of words I have muted on Twitter. Because it's just a lot. And I'm trying to sanitize what I see. But even through those provisions, some nonsense prevails. And it's always the couples with their couple content or relationship polls that people are stop it. Be lonely in private. Stop bringing it to the internet because it hurts me and it hurts the other people on this planet who are done. We're done. Well, I'm done at least. I think I have a couple more, but you should go. I just have one question to ask. Um, what is the benefit of a prank video? I was almost brought to tears. <laughs> I hate them. Why? Why do they, number, number one, why do they exist? <laughs> number two, who do they exist for? And thirdly, we need to stop because some of these jokes go way too far way too far and it's getting to be weird when like the most outlandish prank you do gets you all this attention it's like can you not can you gain talent or not gain talent can you gain attention through some form of a talent kind of some kind of you know level of jokery no because here's the thing if you're going to be out here making prank videos, what leg do you have to stand on for that? I'm a comedian. No, it's not funny that you tricked Sam into thinking that her <laughs> mom died. Especially when people are pranking like babies, like their kids. Yes. You're teaching them young. What kind of what is your platform about? Now you're teaching them young. pranks are disturbing i completely agree with you because i i don't like it when people play pranks on me tell me a little joke you know stand-up era that's fine but (laughs) not your stand-up era (laughs) (laughs) but saying you got me flowers and it's actually a box of rotten potatoes like There's no novelty in that. And you have to be a child to be enjoying this content. I think it boils down to the fact that it's usually disrespectful. 
Yes. Yeah. It's disrespectful. And it's just, it's not beneficial for anyone involved, except maybe your, your ego, maybe your, the fact that you're etching that scratch of attention. Sure. But <laughs> there was that one video. He's like, why don't you put this energy into a job or something like that? Very that. <laughs> Take up a hobby. Take up a talent. Take up anything but pranking any, like, come on now. We are too grown in 2022. We are not evolved enough, clearly, if we're still entertaining this. I, I actually never liked prank videos. I was going to toss in like videos of fights, but I do feel like people enjoy those. And I have a tendency to take away things that people like away. So I'm going to let y'all have that one for the next three to four years. Then, then it's gone. Then it's making its way onto the list. I think the last thing that I have before I move on to like social interactions that people have on and offline is demanding content from content creators, like making requests. It's the comment section, not a suggestion box. What's going on? I think it's so rude to just demand a stranger that you don't know to speak on something or do something because you want to see them do it. Why? Like, what, what gives you the gall? N- no one said, tell me what you want to see in the comments of this video. No one usually says that. They'll be like, here's a day in my life. They'll be like, oh, can you show us a day in your life realistic version? Girl. <laughs> not the realistic version. Is this a drive through It's not. <laughs> Nobody asked. Keep your orders to yourself. I just, I, I think it's pretty dehumanizing to see that happen. I'm not a content creator. I wouldn't define myself as a content creator. And I don't ever want to be a content creator. <laughs> that sounds like Shangela when she was like, I have no, I don't have a sugar daddy. I've never had a sugar daddy. If I want a sugar daddy, <laughs> get one, guess. I go out and get one. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't want to live that life. But the demands that people put on regular people who are just living their lives and recording it on the internet, which is its own can of worms, is outrageous. And it needs to stop. And I think a similar thing happens with people in real life, like not acknowledging other people's limits, especially if someone's like, well, you did this for me before. Why don't you? It's a new body. How about that? (laughs) How about that? I can't. Just keeping score and counting. New body, new rules. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. So that's something that I think is really annoying when people just get into habits with others and then have these expectations that were never discussed and just assume that they're going to happen every single time to the point where they don't ask anymore. Like if someone asks to borrow a pen two or three times and they do, and then one time you go to the bathroom next thing you know, they're in your purse or your backpack, taking your pen out because they borrowed it the last three times. Come to class prepared. How about that? Did you have thoughts you wanted to write down? Apparently not. Because you need my pen to do it. This hasn't happened to me. But that's like an example of people just like taking other people's kindness and labor, so to speak, and materials for granted. I think that's really annoying. And that entitlement shows itself online and off. Here's another physical social interaction that I, I just cringe at. You know, when you see someone from across the where wherever you're at and you wave 
and you find out it's not them. Yeah. <laughs> that... what, what do you want to happen? You want them to wave back or you just want those instances to stop? I want those instances to stop because they'd be happening to me too much. <laughs> and I don't know how to do it. Maybe I should see if I need to get my eyes checked. I don't know. I'd just be like, damn. That is, it's awkward. It's awkward for everyone involved. I'm trying to think of the last time that I've done that. It's probably been a solid, like, since I was in college, undergrad, that I've done that. I think I did that last month. Girl. Or something like that. I don't know, girl. It is kind of hard when people have masks on, though. But I like that. that. I can ignore everyone. And they're like, oh, I thought I saw you today. And I'm like, oh, that was me. See, I don't... I don't want, I don't know if I want to make this stop or whatever, but this is just something that I take notice of is running into people from high school. No, that should stop. (laughs) That should stop. I see someone and I'm like, I don't want to say hi. And then they say hi and it's just, it's the whole thing. It's just like when you're trying to make awkward conversation and you're just like, I don't know what to say. Like, yeah. I usually find my way around it, but it's always just like. As a physical embodiment of an awkward conversation, I feel like because that that spirit is within me of awkwardness, it's usually harder for the other person. Like I, I feel bad for them trying to engage in a conversation with me because I'm just like, wow, like we're both uncomfortable, but you're more uncomfortable. And I know that this has to do with me. This is a power power and control kind of thing. Good for you. Well, <laughs> you I don't know how- I don't know how to stand. I don't know how to settle. I I walk without swinging my arms and apparently that's strange, but I'm just like why would I spend that energy swinging my arms when I can just move faster? Like there's just things that and then I'm hyper focused on what's going on and I know one thing that I need to stop specifically, you know when you're at like a a gathering and you're talking to people and you want to like move around, I don't say, oh, it was nice talking to you. See you later. I just stop talking and walk away. Why are you like this? I didn't even realize I was doing it for so long. But it's not like someone will be mid-conversation. Like they won't be mid-sentence. Like we'll all stop talking and then we'll both like look around the room and then I'll just walk away. I wouldn't say nice talking to you or it was great seeing you. It was nice meeting you. I would not say any of that stuff. Yeah, and you said because well, if it's not keeping me busy, it's not my time. Well, I haven't made my mind up as to whether or not it was nice talking to you. I just know I was talking to you. Oh, I'm not going to say good chat. I'm not going to say yup and then walk away. Like, what else am I supposed to do? Not yup and walk away. <laughs> And I'm not going to say thanks because I don't know if I'm feeling grateful. So what am I going <laughs> to nod and, and then just like skip around the room? I can't do that. Yeah, and you see how awkward it is, right? No, it is hard. So once I noticed that I did this, I think I started, I noticed that I did this like 10 years ago. So now I just sit in a spot and I don't move. So people have to get up and leave. So they end the conversation. 
But if there's no place for me to like plant myself, I and I'm not leaving, I will just turn and walk away without saying a single thing. And I think it's rude, but I can't tell. It kind of is, but you know, sometimes Oh my goodness. <laughs> sometimes the vibes call for it. I'm so sorry. Anyone who's ever experienced that behavior from me, I apologize. It might still happen <laughs> because I've been doing it for such a long time. I don't know when it's going to stop, but I'm going to try my best. I, I just need to find something to say that's not a lie. You I'm know, not going to say great talking to you or great speaking to you, or great meeting you. That that can't be my default because that's. Hope you hope you are well. Hope you're well. I don't know if I do all that either. Damn. I'm just saying, see you later. Maybe. That... Or people be like, God willing, I'll see you next event. Like, God that's willing, just... I'll see you next... <laughs> <laughs> That sounds so bad. <laughs> it's just too much. I don't know what to say. <laughs> God willing, I'll see you soon. <laughs> I'm really stumped. Like, I genuinely don't know what to do oh and I, it's like goodness. you know when you make a birthday post about yourself and then everyone's saying thank you like part of no, i had i wouldn't say wait, they're saying thank you what do you mean like when no when you're when you post that it's your birthday and people are saying happy birthday you you have to say thank you like i kind of want to say thank you to everyone individually or like the happy birthday wishes or just say nothing but I know saying nothing is rude. But then I'm like, if I give this person two emojis, I have to give that person two emojis. But would I normally use two emojis? And then it ends up being too much. So I think silence is better. But I still like usually like everyone's thing and say thanks or thank you. And But if I say the same thank you for everybody, then I'm unoriginal, right? Then I'm flat. Then, then I'm not trying to, to actually show my gratitude. I'm just copy and pasting this. Too many social burdens. True. I'm going to just put THX exclamation point and call it a day. I can't. No, because there, there are way too many rules of engagement socially. It's, it's, it's overwhelming. So, friend, we just expressed all of our grievances about things that people do on social media or the way they socialize on social media and beyond that should be erased from humanity. But what are some things that you've seen that you like, things that we should do more so of that people might do on social media that we should do more in real life? More talking about your pets. I love looking at pet stuff, like with your animals and like, I just, I... I love it. Like the other day, I forgot who it was that sent it to me, but they sent me this video of a cat being put in uh, pajamas to cuddle inside a little, um, like a little uh, baby bed to lie on with like a stuffed animal, and it and they just went to bed. I was like, how did you put your pet's pajamas on there so nicely without them fighting for their lives? It it's so wholesome. So more yeah. pet content for you. I think that people are more quick to share. Maybe 
people just don't share this with me but people are more quick to share like praises and compliments not the toxic positivity ones that i described earlier but like genuine compliments to people almost aggressively uh on the internet than they are in real life and i do think like sometimes people need to hear from others that they look nice that day or that they them being with you when you do x y and z makes you feel a certain way like there'll be people who make back to birthday posts like sometimes when i was a little bit younger when my friends and i would make these long birthday posts to each other expressing how much we loved and cared for them i don't remember how many times we actually said those words to them to their face out loud and how much not that it doesn't mean anything when someone posts on social media but how much more it would mean for someone to hear things or see things to their face. So like when people do toasts at weddings and they're saying all these elaborate things about the couple, I think those are really beautiful moments that we can have more often that we probably should, that we reserve more for social media than our interactions with people. And I think those would be cute to do more of. Onwards to our final segment, Be Our Guest, where our guests, you people, can all 5,000 of you 500,000 of you, because, you know, we're manifesting or whatever the people be saying on the internet for our listeners can submit a question and we might be able to answer it. So the question that we have this week is what is something that someone will does or says on social media that would immediately put you put them on your block list? Um, I'm trying to think. Trump 2024. Yeah, that that that's enough grounds. I mean, I would never be friends with anyone like that to begin with, but I don't know. That could be a thing. I don't I honestly don't know. I don't know. I I I've been pretty chill on social media, so I don't really block that much. But what about you? I know you block you know, uh, sometimes it depends. Like there's a certain severity of pick me that dis- is, is very disruptive to me. So, yeah, them uh, people who are quick to disparage non-white people and praise white people in ways that are really violent make me uncomfortable. So that uh homophobic sexist xenophobic misogynistic homophobic things gone 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 and i don't know people with a level of vulgarity that's just really unsettling and just things i don't like to see in that very moment it could be something completely benign i just don't ever want to see it again block So with that, <laughs> we're going to end our show. I think. Line. No, I'm kidding. We're going to end our show right now. And we want you all to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and the Bird app at T Thoughts Pod. 
that is Tea Thoughts Pod. I, yes, Tea Thoughts Pod. I've double checked. Spelled the way you actually spelled the way you think it's spelled this time. And let's see where you end up because now I'm curious. Thanks for listening. See you later. Bye. And I was like, what are you doing? You have to be the one under recording. I know, but I saw you moving around. With I was going to let you keep doing it too.